This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 25. We have made the quarter century turn. We've done it, guys. Uh, podcast has taken off. If y'all didn't follow on social <laughs> medias, uh, we, 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 I think two weeks ago, thank you to you guys, everybody listening. Uh, if it's live here on Wednesday, if it's uh, on the uh, podcast release on Friday, we hit top 85 in the world for all sports media in the United <laughs> States. Well, not in the world, but in the U.S., uh, but, but, but all for all sports media, uh, which there's literally thousands of sports podcasts out there. And we hit in the top 85 for like literally oh, a 12 hour period. Uh, it was, it was awesome. It was a great accomplishment. And on a release date. Yeah. On a Friday. That's not, that's not yeah. the easiest time to do it either, which is very, we were talking about it earlier. If you were here hanging out, very, very <laughs> condensed day of podcast releasing their, uh, their shows. So awesome stuff. Thank you to everybody listening. Thank you to everybody that subscribed and hung out with us and played the show and however you're listening to it. Um, if you haven't already, give us a chance to uh, or help us out. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the show, obviously, either it be on Spotify or iTunes. If you are on iTunes, make sure you give us that rating, uh, five stars, give us that review, write that down below, make sure you write in some positive things. Or, you know, if you, you want to comment and say my hair looks dumb sometimes, that's fine too. Put something down there. Uh, obviously, the more uh, interaction we have with you guys in the ratings and the reviews, uh, the better shots that we get later on at sponsorships. And obviously, that'll help us create more content for you guys later. Um, if you're wanting to give us a personal follow, you can. Dustin, you can follow him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, you can give him a follow at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can follow me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Um, lastly, if you have not uh, already heard about it, we do have an email that we have available for open for any questions, suggestions, thoughts, uh, anything you want to hear us discuss on the show more, uh, if we're able to do it. Because I know I think we got one that was a while back. We, they wanted us to talk about Oregon football. We had no shot at it. There was none of us know a thing about it. So uh, we'll do our best to accommodate that. But uh, okay, <laughs> Oregon football talk. We got your quarterback. Now. That's it. That's it. Damn, <laughs> Roger coming through with Brooks. I don't like your hair. That's was, that's was good. Thanks, Roger. Um, lastly, uh, we also have the YouTube page. Again, we, we post the, uh, the live recording, the video recordings of our episodes on the YouTube channel. So if you can make sure you go give that a little quick subscribe and like, uh, those come out each week on Thursday, Friday, uh, or yeah, Thursday, Friday, I usually try and put out the YouTube, uh, video same day. Uh, so it's going to kind of wrap up the intro. Uh, let's go ahead and take Take a quick look at the uh, tournament bracket challenge that we had going on. Uh, many of you listening are already a part of it. Bit what was a phenomenal turnout. Thank you to everybody that signed up. Um, insane bracket challenge we had going on right now. Uh, actually, here let's let's pull this up right here. But current leaders after the Elite Eight, uh, we have Lauren Davis in third place, Corey Hayes in second, 
and Chris Gonzalez jumping up in the first place. He came out of nowhere. Uh, he's been hanging around the last couple of days, yeah. last couple of rounds, but but the, all the, those people need Gonzaga to win if it flips to Baylor winning at all. Yeah, we got people in the top ten are going to jump up pretty uh, quick. So. Uh, so it's like that top three for now. Jillian's yes, family didn't Jagged. take over it for a little bit there, though. That's that's what's uh yeah. the different turnaround. They all here. rode with they, they all rode with Big Ten teams and oh, that's, oh they're gone. That's <laughs> a, oh, wow, crazy how that not happens. around anymore. Crazy how that happens. Um, but brackets are going good. Ashley was actually uh her bracket popped up in the ninth place. I was like, are you kidding? Like her, yeah. her, her brackets beating mine by a lot. I'm 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 a little little sad and a little embarrassed by it. Mine yeah. took a dip after these last two rounds. So. <laughs> mine will continue to dip. Yeah, it's it's we we did our best, guys. Uh, we we're here okay. to talk sports, but we can't predict everything. If you mm-hmm. if you don't believe us on that, just look at the shot bet records. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, tournament challenge is going well. Uh, we'll have some more updates for you after this next round of games on Saturday. We'll let you know kind of, uh, probably next week we'll have actually, well, when's the, when's the championship game? Should be Monday night. It's a Monday night. So we'll have a, we'll have a winner for the next episode. Yeah. We'll be able to, we'll be able to, we'll be able to tag a winner on the next episode. Awesome. Good news there. Um, cool. So, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the actual episode. We're going to jump into, uh, tailgate talks club red. All right, guys, so as you can see in the video, Brooks has a lot of love for the t-shirt in the background behind him. Um, we, we originally had the recording on Wednesday. Uh, it is now Thursday, and the announcement has come, and we needed to catch a live reaction to this before posting the podcast on Friday. So this is a brief jump in or intersection in the episode, so I do apologize for a bit of the uh, time lapse if you're just listening to the podcast. Uh we're, we are also live on Twitch, and so you're able to catch that or catch live reactions there as well. Um, so the news came out, and uh, Chris Beard decided to become the betrayer, become the lever, become the, the, the Voldemort of Texas Tech. And he is now leaving for some little bumfuck town in Austin and some little piece of shit school down there. Um, and we wanted to catch the live reactions. And get those into the episode and get those posted for you guys on the YouTube as well. Um, so let's kick this off with uh, with the 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 biggest uh, head of steam that we have on this right now that probably yeah. needs to vent the most. Go ahead, Brooks. Take the helm. Initial feelings. I know you watched the press conference too. Um, take it. Take us through that little bit of step by step. Uh, what what are your initial thoughts from the press conference and the beard uh beard leaving of texas tech uh today is as sports hurt as i've been i think in my entire life and that's including a national championship loss in overtime mm-hmm. um i feel that betrayed. We were for yeah that we were present for i feel betrayed i feel lied to i feel like a lot of people have said, I feel like I got broken up with. Yeah. Um, this felt like like he fed us a bunch of horse shit for four years, five years, whatever fuck he's been here. 
And it was all a lie. It was all a lie. He didn't care. Doesn't care about us. We were just the next step in his journey to eventually getting fired by the University of Texas. Um, and so, yeah, that's I just I'm hurt by it. It sucks. It's uh, we've done everything to keep him here. We built him a fucking facility. Um, yeah. We offered him a fucking lifetime contract. He had yep. everything fucking made here. And he left and he left us for a job that's, you know, lateral. You could view it as better because of the financial benefits and whatever. But I, I think it's worse because of the pressure that'll be on him. And he just left us in the dust. He was quiet about it all week. He's apparently been putting together a staff already for like the last yeah. week or so. Um, how that worked out. So just really, uh, real shady. We're finding out his true colors and his true colors are he's a piece of shit. And that's really what it is. His true colors are brown. Uh, so Dustin, uh, initial thoughts, initial feelings, initial uh, kind of processing of this. What do you think about this? Uh, we don't want to hear the it is what it is, JJX. Sorry, this is not the place for the it is what it is. No, yeah, the initial thought, the initial thought and reaction is fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him and what he did because everything he has said to us in the last five years that this is my home, and this is my dream job. Bullshit. Yeah. Bunch of bullshit. Because it, and what I got from Kirby's press conference, it wasn't about the money because we had multiple extensions on the table in the last few months. Yep. And one of them was some kind of lifetime type contract, which I get maybe he didn't want X. He wants to go to the NBA at some point, but he was being shady all week apparently also because he apparently needed to sleep on it last night but all of a sudden this morning almost everybody's office in the facilities cleaned out they're already down in austin like how does every all the coaches already know and they they left if you need to sleep on it just decided this morning mm-hmm. bullshit why he's even lying to kirby and not letting him know like it's fucking horseshit and like it's never about the money. Tech was going to offer more money, all the money that Texas was going to offer. Him. It wasn't about the money at all. We just built them. What about facilities? We yeah. have better facilities than Texas has for basketball. I mean, it was just the fact that I guess he he just wants to be there. That's all I can get from it. Yeah. It's pretty shitty how he pretty shitty how he handled it and how he's treated us the last few years based off of that and just skips town. Especially, like, even how he acted towards Texas when he was our coach, like, basically saying how they're basically like the pretty boys and pretty Madonnas of the conference, and he doesn't want that. He likes the, the street dog and how street we are. Dog. But he's he's going to go right down the road to the preppy pretty boy school and forget everything he said, I guess. It's bullshit. No, it's, it's, a, it's a trash decision. Um, what do you know about all this? How does – I guess Jay Jackson more in the know than anybody here. Apparently. Uh, I, uh, she, she knows a lot of people around town, so I wouldn't be surprised about that. Um, so it's very, very frustrating. It, it, it's almost like, you know, we've been in a four, four-year four relationship with somebody and they just left us on red and we're finding out elsewhere that he's going to go back to essentially his ex. I mean, I think he went to school there or something yeah, like that. Yeah, kind of and it's just it's extremely frustrating because literally the last four years of excuse excuse me 
the last four years uh, have been build up uh, and have been just basically like just bullshit lies, bullshit expressions, bullshit meanings, bullshit statements. Yeah. And none of it, none of it's holding true. Like none of it was an honest feeling. He was just saying that to rile up and, and get the people Oops. to fall in line with him whenever he didn't really mean a single word of it. And he's just worried about Chris Beard. But and if it's if it's winning, he wants more. I don't see how he thinks he's going to get more of it there mm-mm. because their roster is decimated by people leaving more than ours was going to be. Yep. And I mean, they haven't been a winning program. They, they just clapped and hurrayed and cheered for the guy that left who won the Big 12 tournament and got third this year. Yep. I mean, they're, they're not going to appreciate you mm-hmm. if you go 500 like you basically have the last two years here, like we still appreciated. So, I mean, I think that part's going to really uh, piss him off in a, another year or two when kind of realizes that the administration and the fan base doesn't kind of – gather around like we did for him it's 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 bullshit all, all of it is honestly and uh i think um if i'm not mistaken also uh the 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 players have already started with their responses yeah, well, right? we kind of expected some of that but yeah i think there'll be a little more than what we expected now yeah, which yeah. isn't surprising but it is what it is we can't do anything about that at this point yeah so, yeah, I think now you're expecting just a mass exodus unless you yeah. can, like, you know, Kevin McCullers tweeting out today um, that he's got decisions to make. Which um, means he might be looking for something. Yeah. Which means he might be looking for something. There's rumors that somebody's going to be following him to Texas. Uh, don't know who that's going to be. Avery Benson. Um, probably, yeah. I hope. Take him. Go, go, go ahead. Take take. Burton, boo-boo Burton with you too. Or he can um, take Ky- he can take Kyler. We know how to defend him. Just watch the pump fake. <laughs> Force the pump fake. Um, but I don't know. It you expected some transfers, but yeah, this is gonna absolutely decimate the program unless you get like unless Mark Adams or whatever coach that you yeah. decide to go with like comes in and can kind of keep it together. Um but you know that's what I'm gonna, hoping for. It's just gonna set you back. That's 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 where this leaves you is this Put you back into almost irrelevance if you can't nail this yeah, higher. So, dude, that's what I was talking to my buddy Chris about today is, you know, there's those people, me and you were kind of getting mad about online today, Brooks, that were like, I don't know, somebody quote tweeted it, and it was, they said something about it. It's about the logo on the front, not about the coach. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. Do you remember the Pat Knight days? Yeah. And yeah. The Billy Galepsi days? That logo was the same and we sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't we take much good. to tear down what we just built in the five years. It takes a lot to build up to that. But the shelf that Chris Beard has built for us that we're standing on is not that that sturdy right now. It's yeah. it could yeah. go away real quick. Yeah. Yeah. The programs like ours don't recover from from these no. these losses we're not a kansas we're not a north carolina right. we're not a duke we're not going to be able to replace him with a coach and because those schools have the long tenure of success and the name yeah. and the kansas actually does really mean something and the duke actually does really mean something so yep. yeah they're able to recover but we're just texas tech we only been here for a little bit <laughs> really we yeah we've really only been bit. here for like two of the five years he was here so it's not like yeah like i said that shelf we have that he's propped us up on is not sturdy did y'all uh and y'all we can the, oh go ahead you're catching the what 
Uh, in, in the press conference where where he was just like, and I expect y'all to show up in Austin, and basically he's he's, he's like encouraging. Oh yeah, us that going dude, that game. Was, shit. Well, I think he's <laughs> talking more about the game here next year. Um, that's gonna be probably one of the most hostile games I've ever been to, and I've been to a lot of bad ones during my early football years when I was here in the mid two thousands and late two thousands. So I'd be scared honestly, for mm. their safety. <laughs> right. But, hell, you brought that on yourself at this point. Yeah, you brought okay. that. I don't care. Be, uh, it's going to be a very hostile, dangerous environment <laughs> that time. I'm going to boo my till I don't have a voice anymore. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of fuck you chance, and I'm going to be a part of that, and too. Here's the other thing I want to hit on real quick. Me and Brooks were getting mad about today. All right. Fuck, fuck the people that are trying to tell us tech fans that we should appreciate him for what he's done and don't get mad at him. No. Fuck that. Or, fuck or that. to understand and respect his decision no. because no, he no. went like, oh, fuck that. I pay, <laughs> I pay shit ton of money for season tickets every year. I go to fucking Final Four. You know, we, we do all this trips and stuff. I've spent yeah. a lot of damn money on this program. I can feel the fucking way I want. Yep. And like, All you people. that person's gonna like is okay with this? No. Yeah. Get the fuck no, out of here. Don't tell me how to Grow feel up. today. Like I'm allowed to be Grow mad up. while I can respect what he did here and all that, I can be mad. Don't tell yeah. me how to feel. Hey, Just we, don't tell me how to feel or how to react. I understand the move, all that, but I'm pissed. I'm mad that he left us. Yep. And I'm gonna be mad. Don't tell don't tell yeah. me not to be. <laughs> it was a breakup. You you can't expect any man or any fan to be rational. Right after a breakup. This literally happened hours ago. So now we're going to break some shit. We're going to burn some shit. We're going to cuss the motherfucker out next time we see him. Same fucking way I would in any kind of breakup. I am I am a dramatic it's just, motherfucker. It's just that it's Texas, man. Yeah. We all saw that, we all saw that he was probably going to try to look for a better job at some day. But Texas isn't, isn't that step up. It's not like some no, prestigious basketball all. program. No, like, definitely not. That's what he's also there. pissed off about is it's a football school first and second and even when they suck football drives everything yeah so even when basketball is going to do okay or he's not going to be the center of anything like he was here yeah and yes we burnt shit jess if you look over brooks's shoulder there's a beautiful miranda uh a, (laughs) a memory of this um but it's just it's just it just sucks man it 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 sucks it's it ruins all the hope that you had of this program this was, I mean, the, you got baseball, thankfully, but yeah, at least Tim um, Tadlock's not a bitch. Right. Least, you know, this day has been a huge come up for Tim Tadlock. We already love him, but yeah. he just became like the ultimate Texas Tech goat forever. Um, and I don't know, it just sucks. And a lot of people are regretting their tweets from the past week or so, being so confident and beard returning and talking shit to Texas. And I all just kind of. <sighs> It all just sucks, and now you got to see him two fucking times a year. Uh, hopefully, I think I tweeted out right before this. We got to buy every every tech fan needs to come together, and we got to buy all the tickets we can. Yeah, you missed for that game. You miss you misspelled buy, <clears throat> but it's okay. I got what you're saying. Whatever. I was in. I was trying <laughs> I to tweet real quick. Typing so fast. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's. It's going to be a frustrating time for us, and and unfortunately, you know, we are fans of the basketball program, and the uncertainty going forward is, is I think, excuse me, a, a, a secondary frustration to obviously him leaving, uh, but I think that that's going to be kind of closely behind that, because, I mean, we don't know who's staying, we don't know who's leaving, we don't know what coaches are sticking around, 
There's a lot of uncertainty up in the air that makes this just as frustrating. But uh, the Texas enjoy all the two point losses because uh, Beard can't figure out how to win in a close game down the stretch. Um, enjoy all the uh, turnover, roster turnover as guys come in and leave. He can't keep guys and develop them for very long. Um, enjoy all of that. I'm sure his fireside chats will be a big hit after uh, there, um, after he loses another two point game. Hey, one more thing I had, though, from Kirby's press conference okay. that I liked. I like the search committee that we have with Kirby yeah. Shuvenek, Womble, and then you're bringing in a, a Tony, uh, Batie. Tony Batie, a Texas Tech basketball legend who's been around the program very visibly for the last uh, three, four years. So I like um, I liked that committee a lot. Um, my hope, and it's a shooting star hope that's probably very unlikely, is Darvin Ham, Texas Tech legend for breaking a backboard. He's been in the NBA for about eight or ten years, very high up in the NBA as an assistant. So, yeah, yeah. that's why it's probably highly unlikely. But I think he was he'd be man enough to listen. I think Tony Batie could help that conversation. So, who knows? Seems like the alumni are pushing for Mark. Adams right now. A lot of players are out on that the Twitter right now. Uh, that's just not going to move the needle recruiting-wise, though. No, but I don't think he did much. I mean, I think he's well-connected in the in the game, and he's done winning at pretty much every level he's been He has. Of. He has. Um, so I, I think he'll be able to figure it out. I, I just don't know if it's a job that he wants. See, he, he just I, doesn't I seem like he really wants either. to be – take on that heading i don't know and like yeah at this at his age and kind of like where his kids are in their careers i don't know if he wants to deal with all the time commitment that's going to take well Um, and and something else to consider stress for for any new coach coming in or anybody who takes over that position is the shoes to fill and the expectations or, or or wants from the program itself yeah we can be realistic but what what everybody really wants to happen is us to do even better than we did last year or this this past year, yeah. And that's a that's a, that's going to be a lot of pressure on anybody that comes in to take that role, and so that's going to be almost a deterrent for a lot of yeah. a lot of top prospects. And we got to kind of it take is, that into consideration. It but is, but I think we have a realistic we have everything. Base. Yeah, we have the money. We have the best facility in the country now. Yeah. I mean, You've seen no, what it can be. There's a lot of in, there's a lot of incentive, but I, I'm mostly speaking of the 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 potential deterrent of a top end coach coming this way. We'll see what happens. Uh, again, I mean, this is brand new, so we don't really know how to how to better word this. Or, but uh, yeah, fuck them. That's how the, you word the, it. The, the, that's the that's the gist of these past twenty minutes. Is fuck Chris Beard, and uh, and change and, your goddamn Twitter handle, bitch. Right? God. <laughs> Uh, fucking don't yeah. come out with this news and still have all that shit you should be ready to go who mm-hmm. controls these people lives they should be like all right if you're doing this you should change your twitter handle immediately yeah get that I photo like how he had his assistant coaches ready to go immediately yeah mm-hmm. i'm really glad mark adams said fuck you to him stayed right. yeah that's, um, that's and then he, yeah it's just a it's just a shit move a and rival. i hope it's just it's i hope we're able rival. to maintain and be if we could lose every single game next year, but as long as we beat them, <laughs> it'll be rewarding. Yep. That'll, that'll be that'll be the the minimum expectation. Um. Well, all right, guys. Uh, I, any anything else we really need to touch on in this topic? And I know I gotta kind of clip this in pretty soon. 
but oh, just want to say years from now when we look back on those these runs that we had i'm gonna remember the players and remember the keenan evans's the jared culver's those are the guys who did it because they're actually yeah. the ones out on the court performing he Norrance, was just on the sideline you know brandon oh yeah keenan todger gocher no, he no, didn't no, hit no. those shots justin gray those shots Zach those Smith. guys are the ones who won us games not chris beard yep. those are the guys. yeah all right, and um, with that, guys, uh, we're gonna we're gonna clip this back into the podcast episode. Uh, I think this was this... Trader Talks, as always. <laughs> Trader Talks. Uh, I'm gonna clip this back into the episode where we're gonna where we uh, talk a little bit about Texas Tech baseball, and uh, hopefully, I'll enjoy the rest of the podcast from here on. Horns down. Horns <laughs> down. Four to one. Four fingers down. One middle finger up. Fuck you, Chris Beard. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we're gonna jump over to Texas Tech baseball. Um, they, I, I was it was it you, Dustin, that got to go to those games? Crush yeah, I went it. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, uh, and, uh, I mean South Florida wasn't. I mean, they're not great. I mean, they're not horrible either. But uh, take we the wins. over them like we should. Yeah, handled business. It was great. Two easy games. Had bombs in both of them from a couple different guys. Nice, but. I was mostly impressed with our pitcher on Saturday, like Patrick Monteverde. He's a stud. Really? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, and he gets pissed anytime even somebody puts a ball in play. Like, No kidding? He's, he's mad you made contact with his pitch. I love that kind of guy, though. He's just competitive. Yeah. It is great. So, yeah, easy he's, outing for him. And he's got a cool still... story, too, like of how he got here. He's gone like through – D three, D two, Duco, all that. I was wondering because we saw he came from Seton Hall, and we we're like, "How's like one of the best pitchers in the country from Seton Hall last year?" Like, I mean, yeah, you got to work your way up. It's not, I don't think it's even that Seton Hall. I think it's like some weird. I don't, even, I don't like, know. Like like the basketball school Seton Hall. Uh, different. Is what Brooks yeah. is saying. Oh really? Yeah, I, I remember seeing that and thinking like, "Is that actually Seton Hall?" But I think it's some like JUCO. Uh, I don't know, but he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, and they did the. Did you see the terrible towels that they had? Oh, is that what those are for? I was wondering. Yeah, why they had those out. They okay. made like some terrible towels for to for him, so he feels you know. It's Sultan Seton Seton Hill. Seton Hill, yeah. See, it looks hey. like Seton Hall, but yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah, there's no way I was gonna be able to say that one. Six two one ninety. Yeah, he's a stud. So is Drew Baker. He had another awesome week. Big 12 player of the week, back-to-back weeks, I think, or second mm-hmm. this year. But he's a he's killing it, too. Braxton oh. Fulford behind the plate's killing it. No one can run on him. How was the uh, – Saturday is great. How's the overall vibe out there? How's how's the, the, the crowd doing? Huge crowd. Hell, yeah. Great vibe. Back to normal. It's all good. good. That's good. That's what, that's what I've been it wanting to see. It was lovely. It was lovely. Never a dull crowd at it. No, but like, you know, at the same time, like with the basketball games and and COVID and everybody like being limited to come to what certain amount of games and so like you never you you, you just hope that it doesn't take a turn and like people stop showing up or something. So like, I'm I'm glad that that it was it was uh, lit out there. Um, So cool. Real good weekend of baseball. Oh, yeah. Take three. Take the take the sweep all day, any day. Um, So the next series. Now you're uh, top five. Huh? Oh, did we top jump into the top the five? Ranked nice. fourth everywhere. Good. Uh, are we wait? Are we behind the three teams that that we lost to? I don't know. 
I'm got, I'm they jumped curious. like Mississippi State. Mississippi State got swept last week Ooh. to by like Arkansas or something like that. So oh. I think it's like Vanderbilt's number one because they have the two best pitchers in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's like Arkansas, somebody else. I can't remember. But, us. We're, but we're back in the top five. Though. That's good news. That's really good news. Uh, good to see that. Nice. All right. Didn't know that one. I, I I don't really know where to find the baseball polls. I've been looking for them, and it's kind of well. There's six of them, so I've yeah. been looking. I look up. Just look on tw- on Twitter. Tech Baseball usually tweets it out every Monday, Tuesday. There's D1 Baseball, which is kind of like a good one to follow. Baseball yeah, America. That's probably my favorite one is D1 Baseball. Um, yeah, we got Kansas State starting Thursday this weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday series because of. Easter on Sunday, no game then. So we should hopefully take all three of those at least win the win the series. Oh jeez, yep. there's so many. Which ones? Which ones? The like, oh the D one baseball. Yeah, yeah, I got it pulled up. All right, so Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Ole Miss, then Texas Tech, then UT right behind us. Yeah, UT moved up. They did, but they're good. They're good this year. Not hating on them. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Um, so. Uh, the next series that we're going to be looking at for Texas Tech baseball is obviously going to be it back in the Big 12. We're going to be back in – well, actually, it looks like we're going to be basically jumping full on into Big 12 play for the next couple of weeks. Um, I don't know. we got Stephen F. Austin to break it up there. But Kansas State, we're going to be at Kansas State. So if you happen to be a Texas Tech fan listening and you're in Manhattan, Kansas, and you're near the Toynton Stadium, make sure to go check it out and support your Red Raiders out there. Uh, 6 p.m. game Thursday, Friday, and 4 p.m. on Saturday. So make sure to go yeah. check that out, and uh, we'll be talking to you before uh, before the next game after that. But that'll be over the weekend. Hopefully, we get another sweep here. I don't think anything big out of Kansas State to to worry about, but yeah. um, still, you always want to see a win. Always want to see a win, no matter what. Uh, cool. So I guess it's gonna kind of wrap up uh, Club Red for today. Uh, let's go ahead and jump on and talk about the glorious uh, shot bets that we had uh good matchups uh unpredictable but good matchups uh so this is tailgate talks uh, shot bets And here we go. All right, jumping into shot bets, we have the Sweet 16 matchup, which was number seven Oregon versus number six USC. And uh, Dustin ended up taking the win on that one. Uh, Brooks mistakenly sided with me on that one. I I really thought, oh, I forgot you caught the cool glasses. I haven't been up to Lubbock to go get mine yet. I need to remember. Oh, I, I dropped Dustin's off with him. Did you? Oh, I'm jealous. I need I need to go get mine. I need to go get it. I forgot. We we have official tailgate talk shot bet shot glasses. Yeah, that was that was a mouthful, and I just spit it out quickly. Uh, I'm gonna have to pay mine off later. I, I got I got no alcohol around anyway. Always always feels right to take the shot bet you owe out of the tailgate talk shot bet glass. You know. So. I, you know. Uh, uh, once we get merchandise rolling for the show, guys, we will give y'all that same opportunity. Um. <laughs> So, Plenty of you owe us one. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of you that owe us some shots, so uh, it's fine. You know, one of these days you'll just down a fifth of whiskey right in front of us, and we'll call it a night. Um, <laughs> Dustin, you got names on that one? Ooh, do we have any? Like, like who who has a bunch racked up? I'm kind of curious. Well, my buddy Alex Start, I was texting him the other day. Mm-hmm. Vermont. 
he didn't realize he had to actually pay up and like take a shot for these bets. Like, he just kind of artillery call for fun. I'm like, oh, I have screenshots of everyone you owe. Got the evidence <laughs> oh, right no. here. Guys, it's a, a shot list bet. Big you list bet something, you're putting something buddy. on the line. This is a shot bet. I have a list on him. What? But, uh, <laughs> I, guess, I was like, I can look at all of them too. I was like, dude, we're, 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 we, we pay our shot bets off almost every week. Uh, I think Brooks actually actually pays us off every week, and I think me and Dustin are the only ones that have let it accumulate. Can you imagine how many shots we'd have to take by now if we didn't pay them all off? Like at least at least like something. we'd be like probably like thirty shots deep by now. Like each of us, insane. Nobody's lost thirty. Nobody's, Nobody's lost, lost thirty, 30 okay, times okay. yet. Oof. Uh, it's you're creeping on it though, I was about to say, this college college basketball <laughs> season. On it. <laughs> college basketball season is is not my forte for predictions at all. It's I done us all dirty. It's done us all dirty. Uh, man. Yeah, we had Jillian Ode. Oh. Ryan lost that one. My buddy Ryan Ramos at SPC lost. <laughs> Starty Bud again, and. Uh, Kelsey Bishop and Eric Hayden. So we have quite a few. We got, we got some names out there that we need to see. We need to either had like get some shots from. So you know what? I'll, I'll settle. All right. All right. Let's do this. I will settle the debt for at least one picture of your shot. And you need to find a way to prove that it's your shot. Just a photo. And we'll settle all shot bets. And then all you got to do is just tag the podcast in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, photos. Yeah. all right. Yeah. We will call Listen right now. Anybody listening, we will settle all debts owed. Look at us settling for you guys. <laughs> we, we will settle all debts owed to you guys for just a photo and proof that it's your shot in front of you. You don't have to do and the then video. You don't, and then you don't owe the 10 shots that you owe. You just, you yeah, know, your, we, your we, debt is cleared. <laughs> we had to take 30 shots for you guys. We're just asking for a for just a pick, just a, just, a, just, just a little, just a picture. What you got, Dustin? What's the what's the finger? No. Oh, just okay. Just holding up. Just one. Just one. Take the photo of it. You don't got to post the video. We're, we're we're settling to settle these debts as we jump into baseball season and as the NBA starts coming to a close. Um, so the second shot bet that we had was the uh, matchup in between. Uh, the one seed Baylor versus three seed Arkansas, uh, pretty good game, but Baylor kind of had a had a grip on that one the entire way, um, and Baylor ended up winning eighty one to seventy two. Uh, let's see here, me and okay, Dustin took the L on this one. Me and Brooks, took, I was not gonna vote for Baylor to win. I would rather take this and lose. It's 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 admirable, Baylor. sir. You died on your sword. Thank you. The people on Instagram that lost with me. Jillian again. <gasps> Jillian owes two. Jillian. Over two. Oh. And good old Barry Clinton. And all right, I think you know this one, Casey Atnip. Oh, yeah. yeah he yeah. lost also. Go check in on him with that. Uh, I'll make sure he pays up. He's going to be one of the uh, people that we'll be looking at uh, inviting onto the show as a guest speaker at some point. Well, if uh, we get him on, maybe you can pay that bet off. I can get him to do that. His... I bet he, he's 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 a sucker for the camera. So I, I'll yeah, definitely. Yeah, people went with Baylor on that game. Yeah, in which I'm pretty disappointed in a lot of you. Okay, I, I just wanted to get my shot bet record a little bit better, so I took the easy <laughs> win. I got my record. Yeah, no, I I need as much help as I can with this college basketball. All right, it's ruined my record horribly, horribly. 
Uh, no, you know, you know, something funny about Casey. I think he actually, I, I think he was the only one in our entire bracket that actually picked U of H to win the whole thing. So yeah, there was one or two people in there with that, but it was weird. It was weird, 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 weird choice. But out for him. he could, he could make some jumps. Ah, uh, we'll see. All right. Uh, so that's going to be the wrap up for last week's shot bets. Again, make sure you, you are looking out on social medias for the ones coming up. The first one that we're going to be taking a look at in the uh, final four is going to be the Houston Cougars versus the Baylor Bears. Uh, we got an all Texas matchup. Uh, excited to see that kind of go down. Uh, obviously, I'm hoping that Houston wins this one so that way we don't got to keep seeing Baylor win more games. But definitely looking forward to this matchup. I'm going to be rolling with 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 my my H-Town on this one. I'm going to be picking Houston. I hope they win this game. I know Baylor's looking really damn good, but I, I, I want I want Baylor to lose finally. I'm not going to keep betting with them. I, I, I and, and so far, I've bet with them or, or sided with them this entire way, and I think this is where they lose. Well, I, uh, Dustin, go ahead. Dustin, are you, Dustin, go. Dustin, are you riding your train against Baylor here? Yeah, of course I am. That train never ends. All right. Go, right. go Cougs. <laughs> go Cougs. Is that Whatever they I, I don't that's that's I don't I don't think we can throw that sign up, sir. It's the Houston Cougar logo. Uh, I'm not kidding. He's not kidding. <laughs> it's the shocker. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm shocked at that. I am. Um okay. No, it's bunch of degenerates at Houston. All right. What do you got, Brooks? Who's your pick on this one? I'm going to go with the layup pick and I'm going to pick Baylor. Oh, all right. Show's over. That's it. All right, guys. We had a good night. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs> uh, all right. It's, it's a safe pick. It's a safe pick. It's probably going to be the right pick, but I'm riding with Houston. I, want I just want them that. to. I just want them to get to the championship and get destroyed by Gonzaga. So that's 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 that what way, I'm rooting that for. Way they're they're like still worse than Texas Tech because we we went to overtime and we went to overtime in our championship game. So if they get destroyed yeah. by Gonzaga in the final, we did better. Gonzaga is one of the best teams ever, though. Yeah, yeah. But we're just looking at scores. Okay, so that's gonna be the first one. Uh, first shot bet. So we have. Me and Dustin rolling with the Houston Cougs, throwing you know our shocking pick there. We have uh, Brooks going with the Baylor Bears. Uh, our next one will will be posting on social medias. That is going to be the championship game itself, uh, which is going to be the winner of Gonzaga versus UCLA and against the winner of Baylor versus Houston. So be on the lookout for social medias. And again, if you're not already following us at Tailgate Talks. Uh, wait, what is the, the, yeah, at tailgate underscore talks. I was going to mess that up so bad. Uh, and that's going to be on Twitter, but also look us up on Instagram. That's where, that's where you'll catch a lot of our posts and that's where we'll be posting the next shot bet. So, um, right now I'm owing one Dustin and Brooks are back down to owing zero. So that's going to be another time for me. I'll probably have to pay that off on next week's episode. Cause again, I I did not come prepared and well stocked enough for a tailgate. Uh Yep. Bad tailgate host. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Jay Salt over there saying, finally, Dustin wears a nice shirt. Ugh. Ugh. That's John. <laughs> he apparently yeah, likes, the, likes the Rangers. He that last workout went. Yeah, uh, he likes the Rangers. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, to the tournament itself. 
uh, now that we're kind of done talking shot bets for the moment, and let's uh, let's let's review the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight games, and uh, we can talk. We we can start in this. Uh... Oh God, where is it? I, I had this pulled up. Sorry, guys. We can start with this kind of Gonzaga Gonzaga Creighton game. Uh, that was kind of uh, obviously predictable. I don't really think there's too much to say there. 20-point victory. Gonzaga's still rolling. They're still on fire yeah. right now, honestly. And Handling business. Class above everything. everybody else in this tournament, honestly. Uh, and if they don't win, it's because of, like, a, a, the entire thing. It's because of, like, a uh, what would you say, uh, lost momentum at some point. But that's it. But I think uh, the one that I do want to talk about a little bit more is going to be the our shot bet game itself, which was uh, USC-Oregon. Um, USC was rolling this tournament. They were looking really strong, and I was kind of hoping Oregon might pull that one off just because, uh, I don't know, their unis are more interesting to me, I guess. Yeah, that's about it. I'm, I'm, I kind of went with the Dustin vibe on that one, which I was just all about the uniforms. Uh, what, did, what, what did you think about this matchup, Brooks? Um... <laughs> I mean, watching Oregon destroy Iowa, I was really confident with them heading into that game, and they just looked like a shell of themselves. But USC has, like, two really good players in the Mobley brothers that are just long and athletic, and they play a little bit of a 2-3 zone that just can wreak havoc on you if you're anybody but Gonzaga. And so, you know, that's just kind of how it went for him. They weren't knocking down shots. That's how you beat a zone is you got to be able to have a good shooting day. Yep and be able to attack and they're just couldn't hit shots and you can't attack against the Mobley brothers. They're just too long and athletic. So yeah. Um, just kind of like identical to what we saw them do against Kansas. Yeah. Very true. Actually. Um, so yeah. Um, Dustin, any, any opinion on the, on the USC Oregon game? I mean, that was kind of pretty, pretty well wrapped up there actually. Yeah. Uh, got it. So, uh, Gonzaga USC. So, going into that game, did you expect a little bit of a closer matchup, Dustin, or were you thinking like it was it was going to be just same thing? They're just going to be. I mean, again, tier above everybody else, but like maybe a little bit more competition in that one, or no? I I was thinking a little competition, not necessarily an upset, like a lot of people were starting to predict. Mm-hmm. We kind of got caught up in the moment of USC kind of rolling over the last couple guys and forgot how good Gonzaga really is. Yeah, right. And then Gonzaga came out and they handled business like they have been. They make it look so easy. Right. Timmy time. Hmm. Drew Timmy. Timmy time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's my favorite player in this tournament. I love oh. watching him. that dude. Like he's just. He's not ath- more athletic than you or anything like that. He's just fundamentally sound. Yeah. And he took like, Evan Mobley like to Jim school. Duncan, but with a personality. Yeah. 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 I, I My favorite player in this tournament, actually, and it was a random player on East Washington, was the, the mountain man they had out there with a the big beard and big, like, big afro to him. And he was wearing – yeah. Brothers. There was the two brothers on that team. They, they were doing so good, nah, too. Timmy's way better with the, the – it's cool. I, yeah, I like his thing. He's got the he's got the 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 chops going or what? Not yeah, the chops, but the I don't know what the. What he had like a stretch of that game where he had like ten straight points, and he was he was just like doing a different celebration every time. It was too easy. He's 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 freaking good. Yeah. He was he teammates so with Jemias. Everybody else, yeah, but he does. They never hurried. They make every pass on point. They make every layup and the end one. Like they just 
they're so much better everywhere and make it look so easy. They're just crisp. Yep. Very much the case. Um, no, and, and again, Gonzaga's just, it's just, they're a tier above, I think, the rest of the field. Uh, I think the only time that they have a shot at not winning the championship is going to be in the championship itself. Yep. I think Agreed. This, I think this UCLA game is going to be, uh, well, well we, can, we can talk about that here in a little bit. Um, so we're going to look at the other side of the bracket. We had Baylor versus Villanova. Uh, that went as, as expected. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a gap there. Uh, 11 point victories, uh, a, a pretty sound beating considering it's a sweet 16, but I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger there. I thought that they were going to really, uh, destroy them from, from the three point line. Uh, Brooks, what did you think about the Villanova game? Did you get a chance to watch this at all? Or what, what do you have any opinion on Baylor versus them? <laughs> Um, let's not talk about them. <laughs> All right. So we're going uh, on to Arkansas. And, uh, <laughs> screw you, Baylor. Um, yeah. no, I, I mean, Villanova gave it a good shot. They were winning in the second half by like seven. And then I mistakenly tweeted that they were playing well. And then they just oh, crapped all over themselves you? after that. They forgot how to hold on the ball and Baylor <laughs> took over and it was over. Damn it, Brooks. Uh, it's your fault. They're still on That's this on tournament, Brooks. That's on me. Yeah, I accept it. Um, so here, here's the other one, which was uh, rig that shot bet. Is that how you won? Okay. Basically, oh, dang it. I don't know. We had we had a nice <laughs> thing going. Um, so the other side of this, uh, the other side of this uh, part of the part of the tournament, which we had Arkansas versus ORU. Um, close game, and and Arkansas had been playing really well up to this point. Uh, I mean, that you know they obviously beat beat us. And then uh, Oral Roberts was just kind of squeaking by, and nobody ever soundly beat them. Uh, Dustin, did you get a Oral chance Roberts to catch this game? Oral Roberts was squeaking by. The 15 seed was squeaking by. Yeah. Hey, give, hey, give the Oral Bombs some credit. You're smacking them down. Uh, squeaking by is the three 15 points. seed. Three points they yeah. won there. They're 15 seed. Yeah, that's a squeak. <laughs> Who cares? They're not supposed to win these games. Whatever, they got in. They're Florida. good. They're, but it's Florida not a, winning by three would have been a squeak. You're a 15 seed beating a two and then a seven seed that whatever. Yeah. Any win is a dominant. All right. So <laughs> bad verb usage, apparently. That's horrible. Right. So Arkansas took care of business. Yeah. Arkansas squeaked by. Arkansas the did squeak bobs, by, actually. by the Oral Bobs. <laughs> they had the shot to win it too. That guy, I thought that shot was going in. Yeah, um, so the main, ma the, the matchup in between Baylor versus Arkansas, Baylor takes the win on that one, nine point victory over Arkansas, the Razorbacks out of the tournament. Um, any, any opinion on that game at all? I mean, it was kind of, I, I didn't get to watch that one, so I didn't, I can't really justifiably say much on it. First time, first time in the beard era that we didn't lose to the team that won the national championship. Ooh. In the tournament, and that was Brooks' stat of the week. Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, let's go ahead. We're going to jump down. We're going to take a look over at, over at the other side of the brackets or the bottom side of it. We're going to take a look at Michigan, Florida State. Uh, Michigan rolled over Florida State, and that was uh, kind of How expected. That? Yeah, that was actually kind of expected. But the big upset on this side of the bracket, we we can talk about a little bit. Was uh, I think all of us had Alabama coming out of out of this region and ucla beat them by 10 they they literally had to play the first four game to even get in the tournament and 
beat Alabama by ten, and literally, I, I, I was, yeah, but like Alabama had to come back in that. That was not. That was not a. That was not a a, a UCLA tying the game to go it over. That was well, I guess technically. Anyways, um, any thoughts on this though? I mean, I, I know that they're now in the final four, but any thoughts on this UCLA team? I mean, they beat the number two. They beat the number one. Uh. Is this just an unexpected run from an uh, 11 Man. seed? Sometimes it teams to shoot horribly on the free throw line. Yeah. Like, god-awful. Yeah. In the last two games, I think it's 50% combined. Like, it's cl- somewhere close to that. It's super <laughs> awful. Alabama missed everything. It yeah. was ridiculous. I was like, what the heck is this? It's like Tech times two at the free throw line. Oh, god. They were, they were pulling a Texas Tech. Jesus. Um. No, I just I'm tired of it's UCLA, man. Yeah, we're not, we can't talk at them like they're VCU when they made that run or right. whatever. Yeah, they're the 11 seed, but they're like a historic program. So, oh yeah, yeah, no, it's no, just it's, like it's not the same like feeling as if somebody who came out of nowhere and you know whatever. It's still like a you know big five power five team. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it, it was unexpected, but they're still. No, they're, they're still going to get good recruits to go to that school because of the legacy of UCLA. Like, I understand what you mean by that. Their but, best player was a guy who almost went to Tech after he transferred from Kentucky, uh, Johnny Juzang. Really? That would have been nice. Uh, so, UCLA rolls through Alabama. Uh, not rolls through. They go into overtime, win in 10 in, 10 in overtime. Uh, then they go turn around and beat the number one seed, Michigan, which was extremely impressive win for them. Uh I I thought Michigan was going to be the first one seed to get knocked out of the tournament. I was wrong with the Illinois thing, but they were the second number one seed to get knocked out. And I think, uh, well, I, I don't know if there's any. Yeah, you probably have a stat on this one, Dustin, so I won't blurt out more about that. But uh, let's go ahead and jump to the other side of the bracket. We had the Oregon State versus uh, the Loyola Chicago. I don't know if we're still supposed to call it what we've been calling it, but I, th- I think we agreed not to anymore. Uh but Oregon State rolling through. Was it Oregon State was another one that no, they made it in because of the Pac twelve tournament or Pac ten tournament. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of made it in in the last little bit there. Uh they ended up winning, moving on to play uh the winner of Houston versus Syracuse. Um, any commentary on those two games? I mean we kind of watch any of these games. They were boring. Yeah. I, I watched <laughs> the Houston game just because uh, it was on and I kinda had it while I was Playing video games. My problem off. is with all these games, like why are we playing games at like 9 30 at night? Right. Let's go. So like, damn we're playing, like the Elite Eight games in the same building. So that's why those were so late, which kind of sucks still. Like, why are we playing Elite Eight games with a chance to go to the final four on a Monday and Tuesday at 9 30 p.m.? Like anybody that's ever played a sport here. I didn't watch either of those two games because of that. But like anybody that's ever like like the opening game for some days was at like what like like one two o'clock right? Part of the reason we because we bumped days back, but then also now we're playing the Elite Eight games in the same building, which was never the case. Yeah, but it was it's just there was such done. a there was such a span of time there in between the the start of the first game and the end of the last game that like if you're a fine tuned athlete, you have a peak time during the day where you you perform your best. So, like, for me, I, I love to work out at 4.30 in the afternoon. That's what I've been doing for years, and that's where I'm most comfortable. And when I got to go in for an 8 a.m. workout, I, I, I feel like I, I feel like shit. 
And so like I can only imagine if at this level college athletes who literally the 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 best of the best at the college level are having to play either at one o'clock in the afternoon or at eleven at night, like I don't expect there to be like optimal performance coming out of them for that. I don't know. I, I'm with you on that, Dustin. I, th- I think it's dumb. I think they could have spread it out a little bit more if they needed to. But, anyways, uh, Houston rolled. Uh, Houston rolled over over uh, Syracuse. The Orange finally got their run stopped, uh, and uh, then they went on to beat Oregon State. And now we have our final four. So, uh, I think that's that's the moment of time where we are going to go ahead and jump over. Dustin has his stat of the week for you guys that is on the Final Four preview. Uh, Let's go ahead and hear what you got. This is Dustin's stat of the week. Take that for data. All right. right. I actually have two of them on the Final Four. Two today. This is the first time ever that all four Final Four teams are west of the Mississippi. Oh. no East Coast or even kind of central teams from there, which is with how many colleges and older schools, and especially older basketball schools there are that direction. It's pretty surprising. Also surprising this is the first time it's ever happened, but yeah, pretty cool to see something for the first time ever happen. Yeah. And you also have UCLA being the second team ever to go from the first four to the final four. Brooks should know the other one. VCU. Yep, yep. Shaka Smarts VCU in 2011. Okay. Well, hard to do. An extra game in there. And you're also obviously not one of the better teams. This year's a little different with setup, like Brooks already said. But yeah, second team to ever do that. First four to final four. What was uh what was VCU's uh seed? Eleven. Was it yeah, eleven as well? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah, the playing I, games are always the playing games are always eleven seeds and sixteens. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I thought I, I thought I heard a random fact, and I didn't want to ruin anything about it being like a like. I guess that's the only two times that an eleven seed has made it into the final four. Um, no, uh, George Mason did it back. Uh, Where did I hear? back a while ago? Uh, I think there's been a few eleven seeds in there, but there, there was a random stat I heard about double digit seeds and there the the, the, like the few times two of the tournaments are eleven seeds those playing games, and the other ones are kind of random. Hmm. I'd say like usually twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen. Okay. So, but, um, great stats. I do feel like it's common for an eleven seed to make a semi sort of run in that playing game because you get like that flow going in the mm-hmm. tournament. And so I always pick at least one playing game 11 seed to make it to at least a sweet 16 or something like that. But oh, definitely it's, it's, it's a good bet. And you see lace proving that right, right there, Brooks. Um, so let's take a look at these matchups real quick. Uh, we're we're going to take a look at the, the final four since we will be talking to you guys after the championship game next week. So it'll be a little bit before we can talk again about this. We have the Gonzaga versus UCLA game that we can talk about for a quick second. I don't think there's much else to say outside of literally Gonzaga is still a tier above, I think, anybody in this Final Four. But you know, it's, I'll, I will say something that's kind of interesting what do you got? about UCLA's journey to the uh, through this tournament here. Is they're playing three of the same teams that Texas Tech played in our journey to the championship. We played... We played Michigan in the Sweet 16. We played Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. We played Michigan State in the Final Four. 
UCLA has beat Michigan State and Michigan, and now will play Gonzaga in the Final Four. That's kind of interesting, I think. Wait, wait, but wait. they're going to lose to Gonzaga, so. <laughs> yeah, they are. But, like, what if playing devil's they're advocate here? rolled by Gonzaga. Don't be surprised uh, if it's a blowout. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. It's not going to be close. But well, but I, I just thought that was kind of cool that they played, the like, yeah. almost the same journey that we had. <laughs> but. Hey, who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, this is only one basketball game. So maybe maybe Gonzaga just happens to have one bad one for some reason. I don't know. Um, it's doubtful. I mean, if everybody's playing at their skill level, it, it shouldn't be anything. But we do. I do want to talk about this other game a little bit here uh, since we have played both teams this season. Um, and I, I know that we put out our predictions for this. I know. uh me and Dustin are, are picking Houston for the shot bet, but who do you think actually wins this game? Like, I mean, not just trying to like be anti Baylor here, but like objectively looking at this game, who's the better team, Dustin? Who do you think? Better team is Baylor, but I mean, they've been saying that about Houston in a lot of these games just mm-hmm. because they don't play in a big time conference, but Houston gets, gets after it on the offensive rebounds and they make you play play dirty so which Baylor doesn't mind doing and they like to rebound too so it'll we'll see if they can kill that for Houston and take it down because that's what Mark Vidal does the best yeah but I still believe Houston can upset him and end in Baylor's season okay so so what the the gist of it is is Houston has a chance to upset Baylor yeah. UCLA has no shot to upset Gonzaga yeah. okay <laughs> um brooks any take on this game i mean i know uh like i said uh you 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 pulled for the baylor bears on the betting but i'm pulling for him i just well, picked him <laughs> picked him for the betting so that way maybe you gotta drink less alcohol but objectively yeah. looking at the game what are your expectations out of it i think it like will be a little bit like baylor's last two games where it's kind of like they they'll dominate houston might make a run or two to like keep it close but baylor's just gonna be too much in the end all be all. I think it might be more of a shot making game and Baylor is way better at, at that shot making factor. Yeah. Um, they both play good defense. Houston's strength is their rebounding. So uh, that would be their best chance. I think is uh, just killing the offensive glass. Um, maybe they can get some of the Baylor got guards into foul trouble. Yeah. Uh, I think that's your best bet. Yeah. That's when that game that that's when that game was really close against Arkansas. Is Davion Mitchell had three fouls and went to the bench, and Arkansas kind of made it run, and then Mitchell came back and it was over. So yeah, um, if you can limit like the guards at Baylor, you're gonna be all right. But they just they're too good. Macy O'Teagan is bullshit shot. He's gonna hit like <laughs> five threes. Jared Butler is just the- consistent. And Davion Mitchell is always like that X Factor guy. If he goes off, then you have no chance. <laughs> yeah, I always forget he's got that like kind of halfway Sean Marion shot, like yeah, a little bit from like so the waist, or, the waist or like it. hip. He had like just... a he had like a fast break three, and it was just like Whoop, I saw Whoop, it. I saw Whoop, that clip. It's like, <laughs> awkward. It was really <laughs> awkward shot. It's horrible. Like, hey Houston, just put your hand like down here to when he does that little <laughs> hitch, like right here. Just put your hand right he here, not in his face. Like right here, right here. You'll knock it. You'll knock the ball. Coach uh, Sampson, right here. Hands right here. I think I think we got a good Final Four coming our way, guys. It's going to be a pretty good Saturday to watch these games. Uh, 
First game is at, I think, uh, was it uh, 4, 4.15? And then uh, second game's at about 7.30. Um, he's a human glitch. Where's my shirt at? Did you did you get a shirt, Jess? Did Jay Jack get a shirt yet? I think we, we we're we're gonna have more more uh, more shirt opportunities coming around after the tournament. We actually have put those on hold for a little bit. It's coming around. It's coming around. Uh, we, we, we we're saving three weeks of shirts and uh, and some of the uh, like what's it called uh, shirt giveaway opportunities for the tournament itself. Yeah. Um. So. That's going to kind of wrap up our March Madness section of the show. Uh, we're going to look at Goodbye, the March. NFL. Yeah, We'll be back next week. We'll be talking about the championship game itself and how the Final Four played out. Um, but uh, the next part that we're going to be looking at is... Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot. She's actually a Red Sox fan. She's there with you on that one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I even even though it's a struggle lately, she ain't gonna like the segment we got in two segments from now. <laughs> um, we'll 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 bring that up here in a little bit. Uh, but we're we're jumping right now to the NFL real quick. Uh, Dustin has a free agency cleanup for us. Any big trades this week? I know there's a little bit of like oh, some. Yeah. Uh, That's all some, I was gonna talk about. Some talk. There wasn't really like any big fish in the free agent market going around. I mean, Leonard Fournette signed again. Yeah. Tom can see Bucks got the gang back together. Yeah, yeah. We kind of run it back. They're gonna run it back. Uh, but no, the big news was the Dolphins, the San Francisco 49ers, yep. and the Eagles making moves this week. Uh, Dolphins moved down from three. The 49ers moved up to three to allegedly take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Dolphins traded back with the Eagles to go up to six. Rumor there is the like lineman or maybe receiver they want will be there at six, but probably not at twelve where they were. Hmm. And the Eagles just need a lot more dudes, so they're like, we'll move back. Yeah. So Eagles got more picks. The Dolphins turned that Laramie Tunsil Houston Texans trade into a boatload of moves. Good for the Dolphins there. Yeah. Uh, they're still going to get their guy in this deal. Um, the big news, though, is like, yeah, the 49ers, what are they doing? Like, getting off, they're getting off of Jimmy G, apparently, and going a rookie quarterback, but maybe not until next year or like halfway through this year. Like, everybody's kind of like skeptical and doesn't really have a pin on what's going on. <laughs> I, I heard a little bit about that one, actually, and it was that they're, they're trying to bring in a high, high pick. QB from the draft to yes. inspire some competition out of Jimmy Garoppolo to get him to play better, basically. And, and if he doesn't, yeah. And then if yeah. it, if it doesn't play out and he doesn't play better then they move off him, if he does, then great. They got a great QB and keep him moving forward. But that's kind of the that's only part that I've heard coming out from that camp. I don't get it for this year. I would, I get that you don't have a quarterback class next year. That's this good, but I mean, if you're going to take, let's say, Justin Fields, just to throw a name out there. Sure. I mean, I, I think they still try to shop and get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo now. Yeah. Maybe. Just get this, get this going. But also, I heard another deeper thing today that Kyle Shanahan doesn't – his moves, like his quarterbacks, don't usually start right away. He made Jimmy G sit for like a month or more before okay. he even started. Okay. 
Like he apparently his stuff's kind of complicated, so he might be doing that and put in Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or whoever. Um, it's not a bad team to like the Mahomes route. That's not a bad team to to go that route on because oh. it's still a competitive football team, even with oh, they're super competitive. Garoppolo, so yeah, yeah. I mean, they should be back into title yeah. contention yeah. next year. They're right back in the mix. Yeah. I think a lot of so, people put them in second I, in their division, I like at least. Yeah. It's surprising. I, I, I do too. I think it's, especially with a guy like Shanahan, with a coach like him. That's a. Yeah. You could kind of see it coming with Mahomes, though. They had an older veteran in Alex Smith. They didn't have a guy in place backing him up yet, but you have a younger guy in Jimmy G already now. But I think what Kyle Shanahan wants is. Let's get on that rookie contract for a quarterback, get a good dude, pay him for pay yeah. him nothing, and then pay everybody else and have a way better team. Yeah. Which is yep. the, smart. It's the way to go. I think I think it's a smart move in all all aspects, depending on who they get and how it works out for with that quarterback. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's gonna kind of wrap up the free agency cleanup for this uh, episode. Uh, let's go ahead and jump over to basketball real quick. We'll talk about the NBA pool update, and then we have the trade deadline that came around. Um, so as the prize pool or as the, uh, NBA win pool is, um, coming around, I have dropped now into third place. Dustin has surpassed me. I am at. 126, Dustin 127, and Brooks still has a commanding 22 game lead way the hell ahead of us at a uh, 149. So I think he's pretty safe <laughs> to not having to buy and wear some goofy jersey he doesn't want to buy not sweating. or own. Uh, Cade Cunningham, Houston 2022. Okay, so um, I, I'm doing so bad at this, uh, at that bet, at that game. Um, so we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and toss this over to Brooks. Uh, he's going to kind of run through the NBA trade deadline trade deadline came around and, uh, a lot of teams made some good moves, bad moves, uh, but he's going to kind of give us a quick run through to everything that happened. Brooks, take it away. Yes. There was a lot of trades. This trade deadline was popping. There was, I think the most trades in the most teams involved on a trade awesome. deadline in NBA history. It was really fun. It was really quiet there for a little while and shit popped off. Uh, so I broke it down. There's a lot of trades. Some don't matter. So I'm not going to throw those in there. So I broke them into tiers and that's how I'm going to break these down. All right. So my first tier is the, who cares? Who cares about these trades? Golden State traded Marquise Chris to San Antonio and Brad Wanamaker to the Hornets. Who cares? The Detroit Pistons traded DeLon Wright to the Kings for Corey Joseph. Who cares? The Denver Nuggets trade for JaVale McGee. Who cares? And the Kings traded JaVale McGee. Nemanja Bielitsa to the Heat. Who cares? (laughs) My next tier is the money moves, right? These are teams that are trying to save some money or not spend that much money on a dude, all right? So this one is the Boston Celtics traded Daniel Thies to the Bulls for Mo Wagner, and that put them under the luxury tax. While it was a bad trade for them, I really like Daniel – it's Daniel Tice. I I said Thies, but Daniel Tice. (laughs) (laughs) All these guys got weird names in the NBA. It's really hard. Um, 
it saved them some money. The other move was the Atlanta Hawks traded Rajon Rondo oh, to the Clippers yeah. for Lou Williams and two second round picks. How the hell does Rajon Rondo, this old in his career, get Playoff Lou Rondo. Williams and two yeah. second round picks? Crazy. Playoff Rondo is is for real. Playoff, but Rondo I think the guy. I think. I think the Hawks signed that contract and realized well, we got to get off this contract. It's not, it's, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. I mean, they got a little bit of return, I guess, in Lou Williams, but I mean, Rajon's washed and maybe he does enough for the, the Clippers in the playoffs. Yeah. Who knows? And then the other one is the Philadelphia 76ers traded for George Hill. Um, there was a lot of rumors that they were going to go for Cal Lowry, but Cal yeah. Lowry's contract's like $30 million. So it's saving him some money by just going the George Hill route, like solid player. Yeah. He's not going to really push the needle all that much for you, but you know, he can, you can get some playoff production out of him. My next tier is the tank for Cade tank for Cade tier. The Orlando magic traded everybody. They traded Seriously. everybody. They traded Nikola Vucevic to the bulls, Aaron Gordon to the nuggets and Evan Fournier to the Celtics. Everybody. They got rid of their three best players. They sent them all. They got a lot of youth. They got RJ Hampton back in that trade. Um, they got another bunch of young players and some picks. So they're going full tank to get K. The other, the other move on that is the Rockets traded Arlie's favorite. Oh, Even though he was only there for like a month, Victor Oladipo to the Miami Heat in exchange yeah. for Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and a pick swap in 2012. The Rockets officially had the worst trade ever with James Harden. Y'all got dill squat for James Harden. Y'all realize that? You had one of the best players in the NBA, and you didn't get anything from it. I know. we Absolutely absurd. But at least y'all are terrible and can tank for Kate. We brought up two Houston trades in the last two segments. Thanks. Yeah, no, we're doing great. And Mm. and a Houston draft. It did good on that one. Uh, And moving on. Yes. Next year, April Fools. This Ooh. is my April Fools. Tomorrow is April first. April oh, Fools. This okay. is the tier of guys that you're getting, but it's kind of like a joke to me that you're getting them. Oh, okay. uh, t- so, or like Toronto keeping Kyle Lowry, they had everybody in the world thinking that they were going to trade Kyle Lowry, and they're like, April Fools, keeping him. Okay, we're keeping him. That's solid. The Pelicans were going to trade Lonzo Ball, but they're like, April Fools, we're keeping him. Okay. LaMarcus Aldridge was bought out and said he was going to the Miami Heat. And then he was like, no, I'm going to go join the Brooklyn Nets. April Fools. But he's LaWashed Aldridge. So who cares? I mean, that's um, half the roster. And then, Whoa, what year is he in now? <laughs> and then Andre Drummond signed with the Lakers. And that's just April Fools because he's Andre Drummond. He's not, he's not good. He's not good in this NBA. He's just a big dude who can't shoot free throws and can't shoot threes, and that's what you need in this NBA. And so that's just kind of like an April Fool's for the Lakers. Like, cool, we got a name, but it's kind of a joke that we're celebrating him as some big buyout guy. Yeah. Uh, He's not going to help you win games. And then finally, I just got the good vibes vibes tier of trades, and that's J.J. Redick going to the Mavericks. That's such a great fit for him. That's a good vibe. With with uh, Doncic passing him the ball, like that's going to be it's awesome for him. Yeah, yeah he's he's got, that's a perfect system for him. Yeah, he was a little upset. He, he went on his podcast today and kind of ripped the Pelicans for that, but I think it'll be nothing but good vibes for him. And he, and the Mavericks got the best NBA podcaster out there, so good 
Good for you guys. You can get Luca and, then, and Boban on that yeah. podcast anytime. Also That's true. Content. Yeah, I cannot wait for that Luca episode. I'm ready. I am ready oh, for it. I'll Give actually, it to us, JJ. Give I'll actually tune us. into that one. Give me and then my my last good vibes one is the Raptors traded for or uh, the Raptors traded Norman Powell to the Blazers uh, for oh. Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. And so Norm Powell is a really good fit for the Blazers. But there's an interesting stat that Gary Trent Jr. and his dad, both in their third seasons in the NBA, both after 41 games for the Blazers, were both traded to the Toronto Raptors. Yes, look it up. Okay. They both, in their third seasons in the NBA, were traded from the Raptors or from the Blazers to the Raptors. That's kind of crazy, but that's, that's I really like that trade for the Blazers. That gives them like one of the best trios of guards that's out there. Norm Powell's a really good score. They're just going to be, they're going to be shitty on defense, but they're just going to outscore everybody. And so uh, that's, that's my uh, trade roundup right there. And Dustin almost just died. And in case anybody caught that on camera, <laughs> Good rundown, Brooks. That was really uh, actually excellent rundown. Uh, yeah, I like I like the good vibes tier. I like the good vibes tier. That actually good vibes. Good I was, vibes. I was you feeling know, nice like, about that one. Uh, I I think I had another one on there, but I think when I reevaluated, I was like, I don't know if that's good vibes or just <laughs> uh, the but. JJ move. I think is great for his career uh, because yeah. everybody watches the Mavericks almost every weekend, even though they know that they're not like the best team in the NBA. Just because of Luca, and he, he who's who's he going to kick that out to? Oh yeah, wide open JJ, wide open JJ for the three with his tattoos and sh- like. Anyways, what you got, Dustin? Nope, just JJ. Oh, that's that, that was that, that was your imitation of JJ. Yeah, left and left and right. I I think it's a great move for him, and uh, Pelicans aren't going anywhere right now. So, uh, not like Blake Griffin to the Nets. Well, we already I talked guess. about that. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about that when it first happened. Uh, but good coverage. I like it. I like that talk. Uh, so, but, um, I, and I oh. guess last thing today, it was announced that oh, uh, Boogie Cousins might be signing with the Clippers. Oh. So there's there's that out there. Yeah, a little 10 day, day contract. So I heard that. Too. Um, they they haven't come to terms on it just yet, but that's a rumor that's floating. I did. Okay, hear that too. so Brooks, question on this. So, what do you think any teams kind of moved up? or down because of this like playoff teams no nobody nobody really moved the needle all that much for me I um I, I mean most and biggest moves yeah the the nuggets are the only team that kind of it just depends on the lakers health because i think if lebron and 80 are healthy it's not gonna matter but if they are not healthy then yeah that does push the nuggets up a little bit i don't really know what to expect from aaron gordon I've never watched any game of his at all, ever, because he's been in Orlando, who nobody cares about ever. So sure. for him to actually be on a decent team, we'll see how he fits in. But he can be a solid like defensive player for you. He can guard some of your the best players on the other team, and then he can create offense. And you yeah. know, with Jokic having an MVP type season, mm-hmm. he's probably a pretty he's going to be a really good fit there. But as for like the other trades, I mean, there really wasn't much that pushed the needle. I mean, Victor Oladipo is intriguing for the Heat. If he can get back to somewhat of his old self, like that's going to be really good. Yeah, uh, that's going to be really good for them. 
Um, Evan Fournier had his that one of the worst debuts ever. He went 0 for 10, had zero points and something like that in his Celtics debut. Yeah, uh, I didn't was, think that was anything to begin with. Yeah, uh, that is just they needed more playmaking and they got him. But uh, the Celtics are such a cluster this year that, you know, who really knows yeah. about them? But yeah, the Nuggets are the team that I think improved probably the most out of anybody. I mean, there's obviously the Nets just buying out everybody, which is like the buyout situation in the NBA is just kind of like bullshit, in my opinion, that like a team can just be like, nah, whatever, go play for whoever you want to. Right. <laughs> You know, it, it's, it's kind of dumb to me, uh, but yeah, uh, the Nets are probably, I, I think, the favorites to win it all now. I mean, LaMarcus is washed, but if you can get 15 minutes from him, like he can provide offense, and, and Blake's looked really good for them already. Yeah, so he can still sub in, and he can stretch the floor still. I mean, no, he's not your all-star, but he can stretch the floor and nail some shots. Is is uh, is, uh when, when is KD supposed to come back? Uh, it's, talk on that? who knows but i mean harden's playing really good right now so oh, it's yeah just kinda... it's, it's regular season just wait until he's two rounds in the playoffs yeah uh, all right yeah, i mean it all de- it all depends if if kevin durant gets back that's that's the best team yeah yeah um but i think by far but you know it, it's the I west really a, just depends there's a lot the floating west... around right now based on these injuries though with lebron ad kd uh, Joel and Beads yeah. are right now. Like, there's um, so much that can change from now until the playoffs that, like, it's kind of a little bit hard to predict because you don't know how they're going to yeah. come back, if they're going to come back healthy. Uh, Blake, yeah, it's did. tough to say. Like, you know, LeBron high ankle sprains aren't easy to come back from. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony Davis has, like, a calf or something like that, and that can lead to an Achilles sometimes. So, it's all about caution for them, and yeah, you know, the Lakers got to maintain right now, or they could find themselves like trying in a play, like playing games. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised the Lakers didn't make more moves. I, I, I kind of thought that they would try to make a move to smooth it over until those guys get back, but they just were like, "All right, we'll just get Andre Drummond and see how that works with a center who can't shoot free throws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Blake Blake being on the Nets, he, uh, SPF Bull over here is saying uh, Blake sandbagged the whole league. And it, it's just, he's not the big player on that. He's kind of on the, on the what, uh, last maybe year or two of him playing good NBA basketball. Like with all of his yeah, injuries. But he's, he's, here's the thing that nobody really understands is like, he's a really freaking smart player. Oh yeah, yep. like he he knows the game probably just about up there with anybody else, and so sure his athleticism has deteriorated, um, but he can still make plays for you, and he's still a guy that I would trust with the ball. Yeah, and in that offense with freaking three other guys that your focus is going to, that's a perfect spot for him. Like, yeah. like you're not asking him to be the old Blake; you're just asking him to be a decent player now. Yeah, playing with three superstars. True. All right, so uh, let's go ahead. We're gonna jump topics. Oh, man, he he's uh, so what he is is that he's an experienced player, and yeah. that's gonna be what pays off for them later. But him being the threat or him changing their threat level, not really in my opinion. I don't know. That's just me. Um, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump over. MLB opening day comes around this week. I'm pumped for baseball. Love baseball. It's my one of uh. Outside of 
outside of football, baseball might, might be my second favorite uh, sport to talk about in spurts. But this season is going to be fantastic because we got the shortened season. We don't have the full no. hundred. Huh? Did they one, cancel that? Six, two. Oh, one, they, six, two. No. I thought they were still going with the shortened season. season. Let's go. Write oh, it out. That's, that's depressing. That's depressing. I wanted a shorter season. Too much. I wanted a shorter season. That's insanity. All right. Well, that sucks. So uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of uh, early season predictions, uh, division winners, that playoff predictions, sense. World Series champion. We're going to kind of take a look at that. Um, Springer is already on the injury list. All Jeez. right. Wow, that didn't last long. Maybe you should have stayed in Houston. trash Kansas. The, the the water wears on you. Oh, that's what he's got. That that what's that elbow thing with the that the pitchers get? But he got it because yeah, of the trash yeah. can banging on it. the trash can. Okay, yeah. 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 Thanks, buddy. In his elbow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, division winners. So how are we gonna? How, how do y'all want to do this here. one? I got you here. Okay, go ahead, Dustin. All right, so yeah, I used to be in a Facebook group with some people from the rack, and we would pick the division winners of each division, and then also your two wild card picks, and then however uh, playoff. Brooks is going to do the whole playoff breakdown for them. Yeah, he's going to do who's going to make it out and be in the World Series, and then World Series winners. Pretty simple stuff, right? Okay. So like, I'll go yeah, ahead. You got three. Team. You got three division winners in each uh, division or okay. in each. I can do that now. That's easy. And then you got two wild cards. Yep. So and then you'll pick your winner to come out of the AL, NL, and then your uh, World Series. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. Uh, so we, we, we do. Do we just start? Uh, let's we... let yeah. Let's let Dustin yeah, tee it off. Start, yeah, yeah. Tee us off. That way we can kind of get an idea of what we're doing I'm, here with this. I'm doing it pretty basic. I'm just going division winners, wild cards. Who's going to be in the World Series and my winner? Brooks is going to go a little deeper in who he's going to think is playing who and all that good stuff. All right. But I got a uh, National League going National League first. I'm going nope. Dodgers in it in the okay. West. Yep. In the East, I got the Braves. Okay. In the Central, the Cardinals. My two wild card teams are the Padres and the Mets. All right. So there's my five NL. Teams. You said you said uh, Dodgers, Cardinals, and Braves. Yep. Yes. Yes. And then my AL teams. I do have the Astros still winning the West. Okay. In the East, I got the Yankees. Yep. In the Central, I got the Twins. Okay. Wild cards. I got the Angels and the Blue Jays going there. Okay. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh. All yeah. right. No, no Boston. No. Let's be honest here. <laughs> I just wanted. I just wanted to hear. It. Texas okay. Rangers and the Boston Red Sox are going to suck this year. Uh, uh, Red Sox will be better than expected, but we're not going to make the wild card. Yeah. I just I was messing with with. We'll be with better than expected. All the all the all the crap I get from y'all for Houston sports, I just gotta kind of at least take my chance at it. All at right, least we're not trading our best player for like nothing. Twice. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're having problems uh, keeping Korea for next year, but we get uh, another time. Of course. So I got out of the AL. I got the Yankees winning that pennant, yeah. and I got the Dodgers winning the NL. Okay. I had a tough time there. I won't. 
really want the Padres to do good. That's the same thing. I'm like, ah, who do I want here? I really wanted the Padres that I just can't pick over the Dodgers. The Dodgers, especially after they added the Cy Young winner from last year. Yeah. It's so hard to pick against them. And I know it's so chalky to take Yankees Dodgers, but it's it's just what's what it most is, man. I mean, they and have it, the pitching on both those teams. Are these pitchers from Houston's over there at the Yankees now? Garrett Cole, when I told you he was going to be good. Yeah, it was like three years ago you said that. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm kind of excited about it. Like, it's going to be cool. You're like, no, no, no. That dude's fucking amazing. I'm like, okay, we'll we'll see. And, yeah, played out. Uh, I got the Yankees winning the World Series. You got the Yankees winning against the Dodgers? Oh, okay. Good take. He takes (laughs) – and I'm done with this show, guys. Brooks just quit. Let's go. Brooks just quit. Take it away. Uh, All right, so – I'll start my AL. Okay. Um, I got the AL East champion being the New York Yankees. Gross. The, the, uh, <laughs> uh, my AL Central champion is going to be the Chicago White Sox. And my yeah. AL West champion. You know they're champion, one of their best players for his peck. Yeah, that. they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Okay. I trust in them. They got some good pitchers there. I'm going to go with the Oakland A's as the AL West champion. And my AL wildcard game is going to be the Toronto Blue Jays and the Minnesota Twins. Okay. And so how I have my AL East playing out is I have the Blue Jays beating the Twins because the Twins don't ever win playoff games. Also true. I have the Yankees then beating the Blue Jays. I have the White Sox over the A's. And then I'm going White Sox over the Yankees. Oh my god! White Sox over the Evil Empire to go to the World Series. Hey, I think Brooks is still asleep, man. Is he talking? No, I was. I was good, and then I listened to part of my take today, and Dallas Braden really convinced me that the White Sox were going to be really good. Yeah, they're 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 Chicago fanatics. I'm not surprised they're trying to float that. Well, Dallas Braden is an Oakland A's fan, so. Oh, he 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 he's pushing yeah, the White Sox. I, I yeah. already had them playing the Yankees, but and I kind of figured Dustin was going to go Yankees, so I didn't want to go Yankees either. And I I can't predict them. Uh, on the NL side, I've got the NL East champion Atlanta Braves, NL Central champion Milwaukee Brewers. Yelich mm-hmm. uh, bounce back year after he was hurt last year. Uh, NL West champion Los Angeles Dodgers. And then the wild card game, I got the Padres against the Mets. So I got the Padres over the Mets, got the Dodgers over the Brewers, and the Padres over the Braves. And then I'm going, fuck it. I'm going Padres over the Dodgers, Padres over the White Sox, Padres World Series champions, Fernando Tatis, Blake Snell, you Darvish. Um, Let's go, Padres. I'm just going for the fun side of it. I, I just yeah, you're going double upsets is what you're going for. Like I said, I wanted to pick the Padres too, but I just don't think they have enough experience. I was I was kind of like you're debating going. if you picked if you picked Padres, I would go Dodgers. But it's right here, I, but I just I yeah, can't, I can't do it. 
They're just so fun. And for ten, Fernando Tatis is yeah. like one of the funnest players baseball has seen in a long time. Yeah, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. I do like playing. I, I do like. And I'll, I'll throw a little extra in. I did all my awards picks. So AL Cy Young, going Garrett Cole. NL no. Cy Young, I'm going Trevor Bauer back to back. Now he's on the Dodgers. Sure. Uh, AL MVP. With my Blue Jays wild card, Vlad Guerrero Jr. And just because nice. I like that, just, uh, just, just a fun random pick. Maybe he's really good this year. NL MVP Fernando Tatis Jr. Of course, and then my 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 only Red Sox pick, Rookie of the Year Bobby Dalback, Red Sox is going to hit like forty home runs this year. Pay attention, know the name, Bobby Dalback. Okay. 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 NL Rookie of the Year, Sixto. NL Rookie of the Year, Sixto Sanchez, Miami Marlins. He's a pitcher. Good Lord. And he has a great name, Sixto. You dove in. Dow, Dow, Dowback? Dowback? Dowback. D-A-L-B-E-C. Bobby Dowback. Dowback? Dowback. Dowback. I don't know how it's pronounced, but he's really good, and he's been, like, teeing off in spring training. He's just, like, every day there's a freaking new home run from him. <laughs> SPF Bull saying, "I hope Cole steps on a, on a Lego barefooted." Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I I didn't I didn't I can do this pretty quick. Uh, so, Houston. Nope. Uh, I, I'm gonna. What East would be Boston or not Boston? Uh, New York. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> East would be New York. Um, uh, I'll I'll go I'll go White Sox out of the Central. And then I'm actually I'm actually thinking Oakland A's win the West, but then Houston makes the wild card. I, I I'm thinking that. And then because they've lost so many players that they're not like as good as they have been in years past. And so I think that they'll just end up like working their way into the into the playoffs. Who makes the second wild card? Um and I don't know. I don't know who'd make second. Kansas City. I, I, I'd probably pick that. Like Chicago White Sox and then Kansas City is the other wild card team. Lock it in. Move to the NL. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, let, let it. Let it. Let it be. Go last in the division. Huh? I think they're picked last in the division. Were they? Oh, they were. They're one of the worst teams in baseball year? right now. Oh no! I'm, no. I'm thinking of. I lost it. Whatever. We'll move on. <laughs> Uh, lock it in. Let's just lock go. What, what, what's that guy? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, all right. Uh, so Braves, easy. Uh, man, I'm, 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 I don't want to ride. Yeah. It's going to be cards and Dodgers. Padres right in there with the, with the wild card pick. Who's the other wild card? Hmm. Let's say Nats surprise people. Uh, and then, and then uh, let's nice. say, uh, we'll say what we'll we'll just jump into the into the World Series itself. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna go too deep into it. Uh, it's gonna end up being Boston and and uh, Dodgers. Boston in the Damn it! I keep saying it. Not Boston. New York Yankees. <laughs> Tired guys. Sorry, we're right at the end of this. I think I think it's going to be Yankees and Dodgers, and I think Dodgers repeat this year. Oh, 
I think I think the Yankees just haven't shown an ability to 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 close it out, and I think the Dodgers are going to have the experience. They improve their pitching, and their roster is basically the same. So that's my take on that one. I don't think I, I think the Padres would be fun, but I don't think that they make it. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean it's tough because I I wouldn't mind the Dodgers going back to back because I'll you know want Mookie to succeed. Yeah. But I just was picking for the fun of it. No, no, that was, that was good. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see how this plays out. Those are early season predictions. Um, I think that's going to kind of wrap up the episode for us. I think we we touched quite a bit today. We've been we've been at it for about an hour and uh, hour and a half now. Um, so let's go ahead and jump it to uh, the final shots for the week, and then we'll close out the episode. Um, Dustin, do you have a final take or final shot for the week? I do. I just thought of one. Okay. I don't know how it's going to lead this up. It might be stealing Brooks's. I don't know. Mm. Shout out to the Lubbock Christian University women's basketball oh. team. Yeah. To win national championship this year. Way to go, girls. I saw that. So, you national champs. Good thought. Good Good take. Uh, Brooks, do you have a final shot for the week? Um. I don't really have much of one. Uh, I guess I'll just shout out Last Chance U basketball again. I watched the whole season. I freaking loved it. It was Only really fun to watch. Oh, man. Dude, the end is it, – it, it's a little bizarre because you get to see what it's like with the COVID stuff. Um, but it's a good episode, a good season, good char- – you know, good people on the show. Okay. You know – Last chance you football always had like you hated the coach, like, a lot of players that you hated. Yeah, and it just got it just got so hard to watch because there's just no likable people. But right. the coach is awesome in yeah. this. Like I love the coaches. All the all the coaches are awesome. And then a lot of the players are really likable too. There's like one that you're kind of on the fence of, but then he kind of corrects it by the end of the season. But Spoilers. it's a fun watch basketball it's a fun watch watch it it's good if you like the football last chance to use check out the basketball one it's a fun watch likable guys and uh definitely interesting couple of episodes with things that went on and you know the crazier that 2020 was i like it um Man, I might not have to check it out now. That was what I hated about last chance you with football. Really good. Was just the players annoyed me half the time. Dude. The coaches were dickheads. Like I'm like, why am I gonna watch this just because it's on? Like no. It's so refreshing. It's, like, it's cool, like for to... me working at a junior college and on the sideline of these JUCO basketball games. So I yeah. So many of these JUCO players that come in and out of our program at SPC. Like it's oh. kind of cool watching other school on TV doing the same thing. Yeah. It's really, I, I think if if you like basketball, like it's a really interesting perspective on it. And there's players that you actually like root for. Like I found myself watching this episode and they're playing games. I could just go look at the score and I'm like, yes, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fun. Check it out if you're into, into that stuff or you need something to watch for a little bit. Check it out. So my, uh, I, I am going to go check that out now. What's it on? Is it on Netflix? Oh yeah, that's on Netflix. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. it's on Netflix. Last Chance You Basketball. I'll plug that in now. East uh, Los Angeles Community College, ELAC. Um, fun fact, like, so the California community colleges don't participate in the national JUCO. Spectrum. Yeah, so 
that was something I was actually going to ask you once you finished it. I was going to ask you how, <laughs> how so all they, of that stuff works. They kind of do their own thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, they're not a part of the National Junior College Athletics, the NJCAA, like SBC. And Why not? Most everybody else is. Uh, I couldn't tell you that. It's like a state championship there. Um, play yes. California, and like they have their regions and conferences there, and they play a state championship, and that's it. That's kind of weak. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe maybe it's money, like having to travel. I, I don't know. It have something to do with money and travel. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, no, no. It looks like I'm checking out Last Chance You now. Uh, again, like the the football one just turned me off. Like it was just a bunch of like people. Yeah. That, like, like I, I watch shows that will entertain me or make me happy. Like that's usually yeah, what I, I just like to watch. Either because of that. Then so yeah, it, I was it, with you on that. That, that, that always makes it tough because it makes it hard to root for him. But this one's really easy. Like they have a player, Deshaun Hyler. Yeah, is his name. He's a little point guard. Like you know, just up, up and down. Up and with him. Cool. Up and down, but like he's he's hard. fun to root for because you understand like where he's coming from and like it is. You know, JUCO basketball I think is just such a you know JUCO sports in general are just such a interesting thing um to get a look into so check I it like out it, but yeah. that, that's where you see the 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 not big name people get their shot or get their limelight like it, it's cool. or big name people who fucked yeah. up in yeah line. also true like, also true that that is like the guy that you don't like in it for the a little bit of it uh is one of those guys who was a top 100 recruit uh oak hill Played with dudes who are in the NBA, mm-hmm. fucks his knee up, and yeah. like you know, kind of fucks his life over. Um, you know, that's why they call it last chance. You though, it's a chance to bounce bounce back. It's your last chance to try to get yourself together. And I don't know, oh, it's that, always interesting. That's... But this one, it makes it more enjoyable when you have people that you can really, really, actually like root for yeah. and hope for their success. It's a good good take from Roger there. Cali doesn't want to give small colleges money. That's why their players aren't on scholarship. I can see that. Yeah, uh, they have to pay for their own like living and everything out there. That that's sucks. the other interesting thing. That sucks, yeah. dude. And the, um, and the coach has to teach. <laughs> no way, actually. Like, like it's a high school job. He has to teach. He teaches spin class. Like, well, he's I mean, like Dustin like, Wimmer, but our, I mean, our head coach definitely does not teach, but our assistants do. Okay, I mean, our assistant track I coach, basketball coaches teach a PE class. Really. That's weird to me. I don't know why you just figure like that's like just a high school thing, I guess. All right. Um, yeah, when I that, I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's Dustin if he was a coach. <laughs> right? Maybe that's his next job. Maybe that's his next job, guys. We'll get him. Wait, we need to kind of start that that hashtag rolling. Dustin for SPC assistant coach. No. He's good with the murals, right? Um. So my my final shot, I guess, will be uh, just obviously congrats to you guys. Congrats to the show. 80, 85th in, in, in the U.S. is still uh, phenomenal. Um, and uh, Deshaun Watson's still a horn dog. Ooh. I'm not touching that. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I Like, he wanted out of Houston, and then, and then all of this – going on all of this comes up and it's just like dude too much of this is coincidental we'll see what happens there uh but anyways 
No, my, my main thing was just the 85th thing. I just wanted to joke about and, it. And that's the show. <laughs> and that's it. Actually, that's we, 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 we just got canceled, actually. See y'all next week. <laughs> no, no, no more shows. We're, we're done. We, we just got, uh, what was it? Cancel cultured? Yeah, that would be the yeah, word. We said, we said too much about Baylor and now the show. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, all right. Uh, that's going to wrap up the show, guys. Uh, once again, uh, the shot bet picks for this week. Um, what, what did we got? We got the Baylor versus Houston. Me and Dustin voting for Houston. Uh, Brooks is going Baylor on this one. Uh, yep, the 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 Houston Shockers. I um, we will be posting on social media accounts, so make sure you are following us at uh on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks on Instagram and Facebook as well for the championship game shot bet. If you want to take part of that with us, um, also. If you're not already, make sure you follow all of our personal accounts. Dustin Wimmer, you can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22. Calvin or Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B Barrett, and me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Make sure uh, if you do take the a a chance, or uh, sorry, if you have the chance, make sure to go hit up the YouTube page to catch the live video feed of uh, of our podcast, and we post all of those episodes to YouTube itself. Uh, but lastly, guys, make sure you subscribe to the to the show. Uh, if you're on Spotify, hit that subscribe button. If you're on iTunes, make sure you hit the subscribe button, but also give us that five star and give us a review. Tell us how much you love us. Tell us how much you hate us. Uh, whatever you want to do, just drop a comment down below. Again, the more interaction we have with you guys on that front, the better opportunities we're going to be having for uh, sponsorships and stuff later. Um, I think that's going to wrap up the show, guys. We had a good episode. We had a lot of content out of this one to talk about. But uh, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, but we will be obviously all over the social medias uh, over the weekend. So be on the lookout for a lot of those tweets, a lot of those posts. But I think that wraps it up, guys. Catch y'all, catch y'all soon. Peace. Peace. Catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs>